Hey, Speakeasy listeners, it's the Strategy Series. Minisodes that give you an actionable shot in the arm on marketing, media, and management. Grab a cocktail or not. Here we go. So friends, Jen is absolutely an expert in marketing. And one of the things that she's been talking about a lot lately is what can we learn from this crisis that we've been involved in to prepare for the next? Because as we know, this feels very much once in a lifetime. It's it's not. Jen, give me some really high level things like the actions that we can keep in mind to keep our brand fit and targeted so that we weather the next storm. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think you mentioned it just now. We think this is a once in a lifetime place that we're at where every business, every organization, every philanthropist that I know is trying to do business in a way that we've never done it before. It felt like business dried up for many people overnight and we were all looking at a very deep hole. Um, and, you know, there's quite a bit we still need to do to get back to normal, but I think we can take what we're learning right now and really um, use it to make our businesses stronger. So I've kind of got a three-step process that I think will work out pretty well. Okay, talk me through it. Okay. So the thing I think most organizations have to do right now is a little bit of homework. Right now you need to work, figure out what's been working for you. Um, this is really looking at all of the... Um, actions you've taken. What did you change in order to be able to serve your audience? What worked? What didn't? Who responded to you and why? Can you find trends? If you can take the time now to really go through your data, go through what you've been doing in the past quarter to keep your business afloat or keep your donors online or whatever that looks like for you and start to write it down, you can see what's the most effective. So that's step one. Yeah. So what happens after that? You know, so you've, you've identified your trends, then what, what do we do next? Yeah. The next thing really is to think about implementing permanent changes. I mean, a ton of businesses had to entirely rethink how they do their business. Um, a great example is per- curbside pickup. Um, people who weren't doing curbside pickup ever, small organizations, um, had to figure out how to get that done elegantly, efficiently, and on budget. I don't think we'll ever go back. So I would imagine if you're a small retailer and you've figured out curbside pickup, that might be something you're doing forever because it's really just quite convenient, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's almost like the the shop small, shop local version of being able to just go and grab what you need. Yeah. And so I think folks really have to understand that some of the, the changes that we had to implement in order to work through the COVID change are going to be permanent changes. I think a lot of organizations found that they had people who were very, very loyal, who went out of their way and worked through difficulty to support your organization. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, might, you might have a donor who really came in clutch when you were strapped for cash. They believe in you enough to give you a big infusion. That could deserve different recognition than your regular mm-hmm. recognition wall, right? Absolutely. The thing, too, is at this point, almost every organization probably has better data than they did before. So very simply, if you had to have your customers call in an order so that you could deliver it, you now have phone numbers that you might not have had or addresses that you might not have had Mm -hmm. or even um, that small piece of information like, oh, my customer Bill has a daughter with a birthday in April. Keep these pieces of data understand them and use them to your advantage next time. So this is the time when you look at the things you had to do before and you figure out how to keep them for the benefit of your customer as well as for your organization. 
That's excellent advice, Jen. I hope people have been able to preserve that data as they've been going. Um, and then what's, what's that last step? You said it was a three-step plan. Is it kind of looking towards the future? Yeah, I think that the thing most organizations have to do is build a plan for next time. And I know the entrepreneurial folks or people who are strapped for time, sometimes building a plan is a hard work. Um, but it's time. You don't know what's going to happen that brings your business to its knees. So imagine all the terrible scenarios and plan for them. That might mean getting infrastructure in place. It might mean asking yourself, how do you work to stay top of mind so you do have those donors or those customers who save you when you need saving. Um, another thing you really have to do to plan for next time is figure out how to implement a plan in advance. If we look back at the clues that culture and news gave us before business had to close, what clues would you take for next time so that you could push a plan into fruition? So much about running a business is about having plans and really minding your data and, and paying attention to trends. But I can't tell you how many times people have said no one could have prepared for the pandemic. Nobody thinks that nobody in their wildest dreams would have imagined that a global pandemic would happen. So, you know, what do you say to that in terms of planning? Well, I say that absolutely we could have figured it out because Hollywood has figured it out. Look at all the movies that are about it, right? So our human imagination um, is quite good at thinking of the worst case or most dramatic scenario. So that is a piece of homework for most business owners or leaders to figure out what is that event that could make my business struggle and be ready to implement. I think if we look back, there were clues mm -hmm. that we all chose to ignore or we were too busy to really think about them. So a lot of people were caught flat-footed and unprepared. So knowing um, that you have a plan and that you're looking for how you can implement it in advance of a Dramatic shift is really important. Rethink your frameworks. I can't tell you the number of organizations who rely on that one big fundraising event that usually happens in the spring that brings in 40, 50, 60% of your annual giving. Mm -hmm. And those events were brought down and they're not coming back anytime soon. So that means you're forced to plan for some other way of solving your problems. Yeah. So really, a quick recap, you know, review what worked for you this time, figure out where you need to implement permanent changes, and build your plan for next time based on the new knowledge that you've got. If you can do that kind of homework right now, I think you'll be in a great spot no matter what comes our way. Excellent information, Jen. Thanks so much for that shot in the arm. Appreciate it. No problem. So now go build your playbook. Listeners, if you'd like a deep dive into this, we actually have a webinar on the topic um, over on our website. That's redhead.studio slash webinar. So we go into it a little bit more in depth um, if you want to get some actionable advice over that way. Awesome. Thank you, Jen. Thanks, Karen. And thanks, everybody, for listening to our mini-sode. 